This meeting is being recorded by the host. I get the house to myself till eight o'clock. Wow. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. You could be doing that Tom Cruise dance, just sliding down the hallway in your sock feet, wearing the sunglasses. <laughs> Eating a bowl of chili. Wow. Well, spill on your lap. <laughs> no. Because we know what you're wearing <laughs> or not. <laughs> well, coffee. <laughs> TMI. Let's go and get going then. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's right. This is a podcast that sounds funny, and we are here on the, the week of what is it? The October 11, 2022. <laughs> Uh, episode 101, um, which means we look the same upside down as right side up. Yeah, 101 Dalmatians also. 101, yeah, we got a bunch of Dalmatians around. You might hear them barking later. You might hear them barking, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Unless Cruella DeVille comes and chases them all away, who knows. Uh, but hey, uh, I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are... Terry. Yeah, yeah, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. And I got my uh, opening all mixed up, but hey, we got all those parts in there. <laughs> yeah, we like to open up with a little bit of what's new. Could be classic family story, something reading what you're doing. Does anyone have a question? Anybody got something to open up with? Well, yesterday was my husband's birthday, and I seen that one of you guys, Terry, <clears throat> put on Facebook, it's his last year to be in the decade that he's in right now. <laughs> 50s? Yeah. <laughs> the big 6-0. Next yeah. year, he'll be 60. This is his last year, 59. Oh. Yeah, I thought he was a little bit younger than me. But... Him and Terry are the same age, but he's yeah. from October to December older. Yeah, I'll be the big 6-0 in about two weeks. Uh... <laughs> and today, actually, is my brand new shiny, sparkly daughter-in-law's birthday. <laughs> my brand new, sparkly. They've only been married for a couple weeks, so she's still new. Wow. I don't ask me how old she is. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's the new new daughter-in-law. Yeah. Well, she's isn't she about the same age as your son or what? Um, older, I, younger. She's a couple years younger than our son. Okay. I think she mm -hmm. might be twenty-three or four, twenty-five. <laughs> Something like that. But eighty, meeny, miny, mo. Pick an age by the toe. Yeah. Today, and if you have an emergency, you have to call 1011. 1011. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it is 1011, isn't it? 1011. <clears throat> well, we had a granddaughter who turned six actually uh, last week, <laughs> though we had her official birthday party for her yesterday. Uh -huh. She had a birthday party when she went to visit her mom. 
in Springfield. So we had her her party yesterday with the family here. Took her bowling. Cool. Had a little bowling birthday party. Had uh, some cousins come and they all got to bowl. And I think some of the younger girls beat everybody at bowling. Oh, wow. Good yeah. for them. Real power. <laughs> the, 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 remember the, I had this report on the, on the identical twins. You can tell them apart because you punch one in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one, one of the twins actually was far in the head the winner. I forget which uh-huh. twin. And then the other daughter of uh, our youngest son was the close second. And she's about 11. And so our, a couple of teenagers were like, oh, man, I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> no, you got to to get better. That's all there is to it. Yeah. It's not about it's not about powering the ball down there. It's being accurate as you throw the ball down there. But anyway, they had a lot of fun. Uh, it was an interesting birthday party. Well, that's good. So that's some updates on me. I actually have some more, but I have to save it for after our recording is over with. I guess it could be like other podcasts. You know, you get to the end and the patreon subscriber portion here we come you get the bonus content except we don't have patreon yet no i could work on it but i haven't got it yet me and my wife were listening to the gok this morning oh yeah and uh she's like you know he he's out getting another job he's working at chick-fil-a then he got a He's got a job. Uh, he signed a non-disclosure agreement, so he couldn't say where. But he was—he's uh, a male stripper. Oh, he was uh, <laughs> uh, designing. In case he listens to this, <laughs> oopsie, sorry, James. <laughs> he is uh, uh, going to do a, a co- um, coloring books. So he's thinking he's going to draw two oh, yeah. trains and princesses, but it was of adult nature. Oh, adult well, I mean, coloring books. Adult but see, they sell books. adult coloring books, but they're not like but they're, thinking. But they're just more made it specifically clear that he wouldn't draw any nudity, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. But it's not like that. And so then he got offered another job doing hats, you know. And so, so then he kind of quit his one job and went to do the hat job and Chick Fil A and all the other stuff he does. And my wife's like. Well, he should do that instead of podcasting because you don't get paid any money to podcast. Like, he oh, does. Yes, well, he gets you paid more than we get paid to podcast, but he, he doesn't get yeah. paid to make a living at it. And so then I had to go on to describe to my wife, you know, how the Patreon stuff works and everything. And, I'm and just he saying, draws you a picture. Yeah, I know. But he I gets just, paid for that. I was using that as an example because my wife's like, yeah. I got to get a job so we can pay our bills. And it's like, Get a Patreon. But, <laughs> but from the get-go, he's had a pretty good followership because he's had a lot of uh, I said he contact with middle schoolers who just loved. Uh, and there's hundreds of people and thousands of people listen to him. And well, he's got at least 100 Patreons, and he's been doing this for, well, for like 15 it years. Seems, and yeah, since his daughter was little. Not straight. <clears throat> He took off a couple of vacation years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, people still he's had some during that time, believe it or not. 
he's had some hiatus time, but some of the hiatuses he's actually pro uh, produced other podcasts instead. Uh, but yeah, he's been at it for a while. Yeah. You know, whereas we just sort of coming up on our um, uh, second year. You know. <laughs> close. By the end of the month, by by around election day, because it was the the week before election day, whenever it was the the battling out of Trump and uh, Biden, when we did our first podcast. Oh, that's what I was going to remind of this thing. I think that I told Jill that you might bring up in this podcast. President Biden gave a speech the other day, and he started. Uh -oh. off, they did the funny thing. He's like, "Let me start off by saying three simple words." Oh, two, yeah, I heard two that. Words <laughs> made in America. <laughs> it was it was two words. I want to say two words yeah. made in America. <laughs> and so they just said, "Yeah, well, Trump said the same thing." He said, "Let's start by saying two words: make America great." Uh, Neither one of them know how to count, do they? Well, <laughs> you know, I, I was wondering because I, I'd seen a couple of people on Twitter posting something like that. Let me say two words, and it would select three or four. Like. I don't know what's causing all this, but and then this morning I heard that on a, a YouTube clip. I was like, oh, okay, we get it. They they probably have a funny writer like me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Let me say three little words. I love you to death. Oh. <laughs> Which two words don't belong there? <laughs> I hope it's not to, to death as I'm on there. Yeah. I, I love death. death. <laughs> I love death. Yeah. Uh, There's many ways you could um, twist that around. <laughs> uh, well, you know it is coming up on Halloween. You got to do some scary stuff in here. Yeah. It's almost time to start decorating for Christmas. Huh? <laughs> I didn't catch that exactly. Almost time to start decorating for Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Before Halloween. You this is a, the season for early Christmas marketing, apparently, out there in department stores and stuff. It's usually <laughs> a, a half step before Halloween. They whip out the Christmas and start ditching the Halloween stuff. I All I know is I want to get a bunch of candy this year. Yeah. I started writing a Halloween song, but I haven't finished it. Yeah. Okay, well, you, you got a couple weeks still. Yeah, you gonna sing it to us here on the podcast? I don't know. sing it live. Play I your guitar. I did it too, but I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, while you're thinking about it, we could go ahead and move on along to our random topic. Yeah, you have to spin that wheel. Six right, is room backwards. Guess the year. Oh yeah, that was fun that time. Except for Terry, guess the year. <laughs> so I ride on my broom backwards. Now I just got to find the year. Um, let's do, oh, let's do this year. 2022. Um, <laughs> no. All righty. I thought it was 2023 already. You get 
I get to ask the questions and all the, the headlines come from the same calendar year. <clears throat> the Eagles' greatest hits. The Eagles' greatest hits? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Their comp compilation is released. 19... The actual name is the greatest hits, and it lists the range of years. But if I say the years, I might kill you <laughs> when it was released. <laughs> but it was a blue-colored album with, a, I think, a skull of a cow on the front bull on the front 1976 did not even give jill a chance <laughs> man <laughs> i should have went with a different question <laughs> okay hattie hearse <laughs> is found guilty of an armed robbery of a bank robbery in 1974 would that have helped <laughs> <laughs> I should have started with that one. Dang it. Ah! Well, then at least we would have known it was after 74. <laughs> yeah. 76. Ding, ding, well, the greatest hits to... album was Greatest Hits of 1971 to 1975, which would have gave a clue that it was in 76, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you have another one? Huh? Are we Terry doing... probably had that album, so he knew that answer. <laughs> I, I used to have that album. Um, it was after I moved out of the house. Oh. I yeah. bought it whenever I was in Okinawa. Mom and Dad didn't mind the Eagles because they sounded more like country rock type stuff. And and uh, what was his name? David. Listen to it, David. Uh, can't remember their last name now. Don't know. They lived in, he was Dick Farrell, David Farrell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he used to play Desperado on the piano. Yeah. He'd, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, but that was uh, 76. I'll have to come back to that sometime and, and skip into some other questions. <laughs> <laughs> like Patty Hearst and stuff. Holy cow. <laughs> I knew I should have started with a different question. That's back before the ACDC did Highway to Hell. Um, yeah. I don't know when that came out, but I think it <laughs> might have been around. 75, I thought, but it might have been 78 or 9. It was one of their earlier albums, ACDC. Yeah. I know their song uh, Dirty Deeds came out when I was in the 6th grade, 5th or 6th grade, I forget, somewhere in there. I know all their songs. I got almost all Well, that was a short segment. <laughs> but you know what? That leaves more time for news. Yeah, we go to on to the oh, news. Gosh. Okay, hold on. There. He's gonna have to hurry and get ready. Uh oh, he doesn't. He's not ready. Uh oh. Nope. I've got the world's largest hopscotch course oh. in Colorado. Huh. Top uh, down the side of that mountain. <laughs> a campaign was put in place in Colorado to get children to play outdoors more. And so they put together this four dot 37 miles of hopscotch. Oh my. Four and a half miles of hopping and scotching, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's going to wear them kids out. You got to hop now, for four miles. I don't remember how to 
play hopscotch that much because it's kind of a girly game. But don't you have to like go backwards to the beginning? It, well, something? yeah, isn't that the one where you like toss a rock out on a number and you like hop? Yeah, and you hop it? out that far. So, yeah, you supposed to go out four miles. Here, throw this four miles. <laughs> well, you just go out as far as you can, and then you turn around and hop back. And uh, and but I'm sure everybody has different rules and regulations. Maybe you just keep throwing but, your rock till you get to the end. <laughs> generation. Great Outdoors, Colorado, near the Schwim Beach, uh, four miles long. The last one that beat the record of Georgia Tech. Well, how big was it? It doesn't say how big the hopscotch course was they beat, but huh. they beat it by, you know, it's four miles no four mile hopscotch course from hell wow <laughs> <Yeah>. definitely <laughs> you'll be hopping forever little girl go <laughs> we're gonna get you out there and burn some energy <laughs> don't worry we'll come and get you when we see the vultures start to circle <laughs> i have a whole bunch of short little record breaking stories but I, I have a record-breaking story, too, so maybe one of mine will be one of yours, but we'll see. Go. Well, my next, my story is about an odd smell in a town in Utah. <laughs> There's and been odd smells everywhere, man. Yes. It wasn't coming <laughs> from the sewer because the sewer company was sent out to check the sewers. And, but somebody said it smelled like rotting meat. So I'm thinking that might be a dead animal somewhere. That would be a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> but the, Maybe they Tim said and it, Ricky went there on their honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> they don't listen to the show. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, they say that the smell of rotting meat is the smell that they put into your uh, natural gas and your propane because natural gas and propane doesn't have a smell. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, could have been that. But yeah, the smell, it was all through the town. It even made it, it said, to the city hall around to see if they could figure out where the smell was coming from. And it was all around the city. And they could It was a ring of girls hopscotching to death. <laughs> <laughs> Butterscotch scent. It wasn't the refineries in the area, they said, and you know they had the sewers checked, and yeah. but it was just pockets throughout the town. I think somebody must have been walking around with gas real bad and <laughs> fart here and walk away, <laughs> gonna fart there and walk away. Well, here's what I think that is. See, we have refineries here that's been putting out the same stink, but yet when so. Whenever I, I have this popcorn maker, whenever I make this popcorn, it has that same smell. So I'm thinking that the refineries are using corn, and it's a smell that's put out by corn being processed for fuel. That's what I think it is. It's some of that gas haul, huh? Yeah. But they said as the night came on and, you know, the winds blew the smell off, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, off and on to the next town. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
share the stink with the next town over. You know what it is? It's, it's because Joe Biden won't let gas companies pump gas out of the ground. The gas is saying, come on, let us out. Let us out. <laughs> let us out. We never did find out where the smell came from. Maybe in the future the we'll have an article to out to let the us know. Wants to fart. The earth wants to fart. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's what volcanoes are, I think. We did, we <laughs> talked about that before. Volcanoes is the earth fart. You go ahead with your story. Yeah, I have one that's called A Lost Wedding Ring is Found in a Brush Pile After the Hurricane Ian. Hmm. In Fort Myers, Florida, uh, Ashley Garner had given up on ever seeing her wedding ring again. She lost it outside her Fort Myers home just days before Hurricane Ian came crashing along the coast of Southwest Florida. <laughs> Despite enlisting her husband and three young children to search around their garage for two days, there was no sign of the ring. I just accepted that it was gone, Garner says. It was, oh, it was only a ring. It's replaceable. And I just let it go. We knew the hurricane was coming, so we just kind of said goodbye. Uh, the family stayed at their home during the storm and went out to clean up as soon as it had passed. Uh, we were about 10 minutes into cleaning, and my husband was cleaning up the trees right next to the garage door, she says. And he moves over to from one pile to the next pile, and the ring was right there. Hmm. She said she couldn't believe they found her ring. Um, so, hey, hmm. a destructive storm with 150 mile hour winds, and yet it found her ring for her. Yeah, that's all it took is some wind to blow the trees over. It was over a nice little hurricane. <laughs> blow all the trees over so you can find that ring. She must have been climbing the trees and it was stuck on a branch. I have a story. I had to read this one because I've done this before, but a man breaks world record driving backward uh, in reverse. Hmm. Um, let me see what it was. Were you stuck in reverse? You said you've done this before. Because it seemed like whenever we got married, he was going to drive my car back home, and he got part way, and the transmission went out. And it would only go in reverse. <laughs> he was in the in the Marines, and so we drove hurt Robin's car, and then I, I had Terry drive my car back home. And something about the transmission that uh, it wouldn't went go out. forward; it would only go in reverse. Yeah, and oh. so it needed a new transmission. And Keith said, if I if I fixed it, I could drive it while he was away in boot camp. And so well, that's kind of funny, though, because when we got married, me and George Terry dropped our drive shaft. I think he's doing something to these cars. <laughs> well, my car had some trouble with that. And uh, and sometimes the, the filter would clog up and you would just change the filter and it'll be fine. And, but if you if you let the transmission fluid get low, it'll do that, too. Well, this this thing is is I drove Keith's car in reverse from Edwardsville 
to South Roxana, which is about six miles. Yeah, it's about six or eight miles. I drove it down the highway backwards, (laughs) down through Wanda, I went down, you know, I drove in reverse all the way. And, but this guy did it in a Corvette at a racetrack doing one mile and, and, uh, and uh, he did it in one mile, 75 seconds. No, it took me a little bit longer than that. <laughs> you did a mile and 75 seconds backwards. Huh? Right. But he was in a Corvette and he was on a racetrack. So that's easy. You know? yeah. Just put it up against a wall and just <laughs> yeah. go backwards. And in real right. life, his, his job was a, was a forklift driver. <laughs> you get to drive him backwards <laughs> it's hard to do you know because I, I mean well that would be easy because he's got the whole racetrack to himself and that thing's like what i don't know 10 cars wide you know no, it's pretty they're, they're pretty wide yeah a lot wider than your regular road is but see i drove backwards going on the the way you're supposed to go i think i was facing backwards so of course but i mean i was trying to get over on the road on the other side like I was following the right hand side of the land like it's supposed to. Right. And I made it home though. So anyway. It took me well, longer than 75 seconds, but I had to do it. <laughs> I could have did it faster if you had a Corvette though. Man. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it, it was a Chevy, just not a Corvette. An Impala, right? Yeah. No, yeah. it was wasn't it? I don't My, mine was a Chevy Impala. Yeah. yeah. Jill had a Nova. Nova. And I was doing yeah. a neutral drop, like she was saying, and the drive shaft fell off. Like, Dang it! Wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm glad you didn't drive Steve and and any of his. Well, he's only had the one wife, hasn't he? Or two wives. <laughs> New stories about a turkey that wanted to fly through <laughs> somebody's house and broke through the window. It's that time I of year. I <laughs> think he was wanting to give himself up for their turkey dinner. Yeah. But he flew through this window, which was into her daughter's playroom. It happened in Ohio in Miami County. It took me a minute because <laughs> it kept saying Miami, and I thought they meant Florida. So I had to go back and listen. And yeah, Well, there's Miami County in Indiana, too. Yeah. Um, it didn't say the city, just the county and the state. So must be the way they... Explain things about the country or something on a rural area. Yeah. Either that or the turkey wanted to get in there and play with the daughter with all its yeah. cool to- all her cool toys. You got some cool Fisher Price toys in there. <laughs> I want to play. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Yeah, and it says that the police were called to help get the turkey out of the house. And there's a video of the police officer with a net trying to catch the turkey. Oh, and when still- he he said, talk turkey to it. Yeah, gobble, gobble. <laughs> he gets him in the net and almost to the door, and he jumps out of the net and breaks back through the window. He wanted uh, to do it himself, I guess. It's an independent turkey. Comes yes. in and goes when they want. Gobble, gobble. Man is charged with smuggling a python across the border in his pants. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can just imagine. Look at that he guy. Didn't have any legs. He oh. must be happy to see me. Oh, it's wiggling around. Oh. Or, wait, was it in the snake hole? 
Oh. <laughs> you know, of course, it says across the border. My first thought was, you know, one of those uh, Venezuelan people probably picked up at the, the python during his jungle trek to get to America. Uh, but actually, this happened in Albany, New York. Huh. A New York City man was charged with smuggling three Burmese pythons, oh <laughs> not just one. They the must have been Canadian border crossing. So you know those those wild uh, Canadian Burmese pythons. You know they're on the loose up there. Oh wait, he must have got that package of reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> he must have. <laughs> he, I he bet was he didn't to... have any legs, and he had one down each of his pant legs. <laughs> well, there you go. And one hanging out a zipper or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Calvin Batista, age thirty six, is. Had brought the uh, snakes across from no no northern New York um, in July, uh, oh, 2018. So, um, but importing uh, Burmese pythons is regulated by international regulations. Um, they are said to be uh, injurious to human beings. Uh, but Batista of Queens was arraigned on Tuesday of a smuggling charge. So he did it in 2018, but he was just uh, arraigned recently. Uh, but he's released pending trial. You know, that, that catch and release thing that all these uh, state attorneys are so proud of these <laughs> days. They release. caught him and they're going to release him to catch more snakes, I guess. Go do it again and we'll catch you again. We'll just go through all these steps again. <laughs> but uh, it says... The charge carries a potential for a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison, uh, and the fine is hard, high as $250,000. Now, I wanted to mention that because recently I saw a headline saying that Donald Trump, because of his obstruction of justice with the, the FBI, could face 20 years in prison. And I thought he might as well smuggle some snakes while he's at it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I the heard him punishment. say that he didn't pack up any of those boxes that they said he had. That the he let the White House staff or whoever pack up all the boxes when they left. Well, people keep saying he took took the documents, but you're right. The president never packs the stuff. It's always his staff. It's always the uh, General Accounting Office, which means he he didn't. He's not the one who physically laid hands on the stuff. Uh, he didn't move them. Um, in fact, the government uh, did all the packing and moving. And so if you're going to blame anybody, to blame the government for picking up stuff they shouldn't have picked up. Snakes. last box they opened up. Snakes. A bunch of dead snakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a snakeskin belt. It's a snakeskin hat band, really, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of seasonal, but it's the end of the season. In Arizona, <laughs> there's somebody with an ice cream stand. Dun, dun, dun. Ah. You know somebody like that. And Custer's last stand. <laughs> this ice cream shop earned the Guinness Book of World Record by offering 266 different flavored milkshakes, and they made them all. And over an hour. Wow. 256 an hour. 
Yeah. That's really cranking them out. They must have had more than one person doing it. And they they did it. They 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 did it in their time. They broke the record. Um, <laughs> part of the people sponsoring it was mobile run mobile one racing oil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were just racing to get them shakes out. Yeah, lubricating them. And um so, so maybe you could you could have a promotional there at the Cone Barn where you you're going to try to break the world's record, get people to come in and buy all them shakes. Going to make. <laughs> I'm going to slow my note down a minute because I got I hear some of the weird flavors that they offered. Yeah, let's see here. Peanut butter and onion ring shake. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter sounds good, but you happy at peanut butter, but not. Now, I don't know if it's peanut butter and, but it's like peanut butter. Served with the side of onion rings. I could, I could go for that. Banana <laughs> and chili. Yeah. An orange and fish burger. <laughs> I, I, I hope the and part is, you know, on the side, not in the shake. Yeah. That's all. The, I mean, there's probably some, you know, there's some 266 flavors, but those are just a few of the odd ones there or something. But. Huh. I mean, the orange and the banana, all that sounds normal. Hey, I'm just too hungry. I don't have time. Can you just make my shake and my food together? Thanks. <laughs> Take a well, fish sandwich came, and orange. Somebody, my, Terry told me somebody came to our shop and said, I, I want to get a banana split, but I'm driving. Can you put it in a, in a cup? Sure. You know, so. It's just more or less, a, she made a banana milkshake, you know. Uh, well, yeah. a banana split milkshake, you know. Put all the ingredients in the cup and <laughs> made it to a shake. Yeah, there we go. That's a good idea. Said, so, give me one of the fatter straws. <laughs> <laughs> well, this uh, is this isn't a story, but I saw a headline from the St. Louis, uh, I think it was KMOV app. Uh, that somebody in St. Louis has been giving out cannabis gummies for Halloween trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. Well, to this one kid, I was like, it's kind of funny that it was just that one kid. It was probably some of the moms or dads. That, Whoops, we accidentally uh, dropped it, it. it. It's kind of early to go out trick-or-treating. Well, they so were trick-or-treating. So I thought some... that was kind of odd that they would do that. And if it was just one kid. Maybe the kid just got them from, you know, a friend. And they're, oh, yeah, mama got it from um, uh, trick-or-treating. Yeah, that's it. Well, uh-huh. that oh, or, hell, I got them. <laughs> some places, you know, like Roxanne's already had their homecoming slash Halloween parade. So oh, really? there are parades going on different times now here at the end, you know, mid And a lot of people, they'll trunk or Yeah, I, I guess they mix them up because people don't yeah. want to tie it to Halloween. They would rather tie it to a safe event like trunk or treating and things. But, yeah. And, but no, 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 nobody else complained about it but that one family, like you're saying. So that's why I'm like, yeah, that mom or dad yep. stashed it. Maybe, they, the maybe they're the ones that bought the <laughs> cannabis gummies and the kid got, got into them. Oh yeah. man, we're gonna cover our butts. Let's just say he got a trunk of treat. It won't be us. <laughs> but who is it my turn for the story? I forget. Yeah, because I, I, I it, it's kind of a blend of seasonal and world record. A super squash uh, is a 254 pound pumpkin. Gets wow. the world record. In um, Warren, New York. A two, I'm sorry, a 
554 pound pumpkin in upstate New York uh, has set a new U.S. record for the heaviest pumpkin. Uh, state and national records fell over the weekend in the Great Pumpkin Farm in the suburb of Buffalo, <laughs> New York. Uh, uh, they had broke the previous national record of 500 and 2,528 pounds. Uh, the Buffalo News reported. Uh, let's see. The, it seems like there's a, a record. Uh, it's not. I don't think it's a world record because I think the heaviest one is somewhere in Italy. But the winning gourd will be on display at, at the Great Pumpkin Parm Festival until August, October 16th. Hmm. Isn't that in Alaska? Well, here it is. A grower in Italy holds the world record for heaviest pumpkin. He grew a 2,702-pound squash in 2021. I was thinking last year I did one because one of them, somebody, their pumpkin cracked, and so that disqualified it, and somebody else. It was so funny, it cracked. Ah! Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the last one. I got a seasonal one about pumpkins, and it was a world record story. Uh, I guess October 16th, they'll have a big, massive pumpkin pie party. Yeah. <laughs> Make some that was what I was saving for Halloween. But I have one here that's a seasonal one. That's um, a man paddles 38 miles down the Missouri River in a hollowed out pumpkin yes. <laughs> must have been that one <laughs> wow how do you do that it'd be hard to stay upright <laughs> and you have to sit really still <laughs> Dwayne hansen paddled 38 miles on the missouri river and hollowed up pumpkin in uh nebraska what? His, on his, what river did you say? It don't go to Nebraska, Missouri. the Missouri River. The Missouri River goes out that way. Oh, I thought it went like down to Texas and up to. Well, the Missouri River meets with the Mississippi River there by Alton somewhere, but it goes out west towards on Nebraska and Colorado and California. Oh, okay. Places. I did not went that direction. Yeah. The Mississippi <laughs> comes out of around Minnesota somewhere. Yeah, I thought it went north and south, one of them. Okay. I was just wondering, you know, we, we went canoeing a lot. It says in a hollowed out, well, it doesn't even say canoe, though. See, it's a hollowed out pumpkin, so he must have just been spinning around in a circle if he was paddling, because... Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. <laughs> yeah, but what the woman, I was going to say that. It must have been Peter's wife, but it was a dude. Well, he, no, now we know about Peter the pumpkin he, eater. He, he stuck the horse... <laughs> He stuck the oars out the out the mouth, you know, with the big smile with the tooth missing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Outboard motor hanging out there. He crawled <laughs> crawled inside, put the lid back on the top, you know. Had the eyes and nose cut out. And well, that's uh, kind of weird. It had to have been one heck of a big pumpkin, unless that guy was a midget or something. It yeah. It, it took him uh eleven hours. To paddle the 38 miles. Wow, that's going to a pretty good clip, even in a canoe. I mean, it would, wow. And 
then uh, dogs are barking. Uh, he, Which one of the Dalmatians is it? Yeah, and, I don't hear your dog barking. The world's they must record be outside. For the world's largest pumpkin boat. May put a pontoon off to either side of it so it goes straight. <laughs> David Letterman used to have a, a section of his show, Sink Float, and they would throw things in water. I guess pumpkins must float then. I guess. Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. Buy them, break them, and throw them away. Does it worry you? No. Birds. Yeah. And I have yeah. some. I'll say, Jill's one is not ready yet. Nope, I have bodily functions as our, uh, what's it called this week? Our um, headline, I guess, topic. And so our first word is catchination. Have you Everybody shut up. Have you heard of that word? Pagination? Catchination. It's a body function. Oh. It's where you hatch an egg and your butt crack. It starts with a C A. So it's catchination. Oh. Catchinations. It's like when you play baseball and you wear a glove on your hand and you catch you performing catchination or you're catching the ball. Catchination. And then uh, or or you think you're a cat and you lick yourself to take a bath, you're catch you're catenating catchination. <laughs> Your cat. <laughs> that would just be weird. But... It would be weird. Hmm. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> Any ideas, Terry, that you might have? Catchination. Um, and these don't all mean bodily functions that are gross. Some of them are just things that I guess we do. And that's whenever you don't have a, a napkin and you blow your nose in your hand. And you catch it, huh? Yeah. Catch it. Catch a nation that's not in your hand. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. this word actually means. To wipe your butt with no toilet paper. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, not that either. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> it just means to laugh. To okay. laugh. Okay, well, that's that's why we didn't that's get superstitious. it. <laughs> Some of these words are it's weird. I guess, of course, a lot of words come from Greek That's words the only big word I know, facetious. <laughs> Latin words, facetious. That's not a bodily function. <laughs> to laugh but yeah it's a weird laughing word let's see our next word tussination t-u-s-s-i-c-a-t-i-o-n tussication tussication when you blow air in your cheeks, like you're, you know, you, you make your cheeks poof out. Like, <laughs> like a mucky face or something. Tussication. <laughs> Tussication. It's when the, the guy next to you farts and you smell it. It's like, ugh. Tussification. <laughs> he puffocated me. <laughs> Funny odor in that one town. <laughs> yeah. Tuss- okay. Came from somebody's tush, tushication. Smell on the funny odor. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's see. This word means. <laughs> to cough. To cough. Cough. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, Tara's good at that. Percussion. Per, per, Pertussin is like whooping cough. Yeah. And so that word comes from like Greek or Latin. All these things they say come from Greek or Latin. So these Greek and Latin people had some unusual words. Yeah. Let's see. Maturition. If you can't write in the proper way, if you don't know how to conjugate. M-I-C-E-U-R-I-T-I-O-N. Maturition. 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 And it's a bodily function, something people do. Oh, crap. Hey, it's from the infinitive verb maturus. You know that word, don't you? It's it's when you have an itchy spot under your chin. It's a mitcher mitcher itching chin, mitcher mitcher chin something. I don't know. Huh. <laughs> That's funny. It's from the this verb word, and I don't know that verb word either. <laughs> maybe you flunked that class, and maybe now you find that people mock you on the <laughs> That's hey, what I think is funny. Any ideas, Terry? Maturition? Mit- hmm. He's maturating. Infinitive verb, maturous. So um, if that gives you any clues. To scratch your <laughs> nose. I don't know. He matrices all the time. He does. Scratch your <laughs> oh, back. We all do, though. <laughs> back scratcher. Scratching. No. Well, we already had cough. Uh, missing yeah. verb. <laughs> well, 
this it says is okay now here's the deal i'll try to educate you gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature is the um the proper name for the action of urinating oh, oh. i'm so next, whatever you said so urinating you're maturating <laughs> maturating wow Maturidum. This English word actually says come from the Latin word maturidum. Maturidum. Maturism. So, yeah. Oh, masticate. I think we all should know that well, word. Let me chew. You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good See, I figured you guys would get one of these, right? <laughs> I thought it was to suck somebody dry. Like a yeah. It's a like a spider does. Oh, I don't know. Like I don't know. Well, this is similar, but it's different. Yeah. yeah. And that word was introduced to the English language in the 1500s. It's funny because one of these, instead of saying hundreds, it was 18 ooze. <laughs> yeah. Introduced. Uh, hey, everybody, gather around. I got a new word for you. Okay, everybody, masticate. What? <laughs> Our next word is emesis. To learn some grammar. What? Now did I stammer? Work on that grammar. You should know E M E S I S. It's That's like it's friend. like a nemesis only backwards. It's your best friend, not your enemy. <laughs> yeah, not your enemy. It's the enemy. It's a backwards enemy. It's a friend. Enemies. Enemies. Ooh, mm. this is the proper name for the act of. Vomiting. Uh, <laughs> on your nemesis. <laughs> you vomit on your nemesis on your nemesis. <laughs> yeah. That's a tricky word for you. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. This word came into the English in the 19th century. Like I could care less. And gladly has gone away. <laughs> yeah. Ventosity is our next word. You better slow down and use the right pronoun. Hey, hey, Show the world you're no Ventosity? Yeah. It's a poisonous doctor who, who treats animals. Toxic. A vet who is toxic. It's it's spelled just like it sounds. Ventosity. Ventosity. Um, well, see, Vin, like ah. ventriloquism, it's like uh, speaking bad words. Um, <laughs> swearing at somebody. Venting has kind of got something to do with it. <laughs> um, You're farting bad words. <laughs> it's yeah. the proper name for farting, for Flatulence. Is it? It will be venting and it will be toxic. <laughs> That's oh, when you're 
masculating and you're urinating <laughs> in your whatever word you just said. Yep. Now our next word is diaphoresis. As a possessive, it's a contraction. What's a contraction? <laughs> Diaper. Diaphoresis. Diaphoresis. It's a diaper that you put on your phoresis. Uh, it's it's, it's like having delicate diarrhea. Yeah. Well, well, oh, that's what that word means. Okay, I just heard it in my ear, but you guys didn't. Um, well, I'll let you know you're both wrong. So if you want to guess again. <laughs> Since we're both wrong, diaphoresis. Huh? diaphoresis. It, it looks like you're pooping, but you're not. Oh. <laughs> um, any more guesses or you want to um, know the you're, you're, you're shouting from the diaphragm <laughs> I would think it would have something to do with diaphragm but it actually means okay now here's some notes syntax you're always banging no X in espresso your participles to sweat sweat sweating yes I do that. Oh, wow. I'm sweating right now. And it I comes got, from yeah. the word Greek diaphorine. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, sweat produced from the side effect of a drug. So maybe your certain drugs a, a, make a drug sweat. induced sweat, huh? Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Eroctation is our next word. But I don't want your drugs if you really want leave out that Oxford con. Just keep a mind and easy. Eroctation? Yep, I can spell it if you want. I did get some of these. E yeah, spell it, spell it. E R U C A T I O N. Eroctation. It's not like that toothpaste I told you about, is it? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Eric, you, you put toothpaste in your ear. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, you give somebody a wet willy, you lick him in the ear. <laughs> oh, I see why you're guessing ear because irritation. Yeah. But no, these are. Bodily There's advice. another word that I could toss out there that I'm sure Terry's thinking of, but this is a clean family, 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 family show. And I go, I'll go ahead and keep it. Cutting your ears off. I don't know. Um, well, our words, not letters. Get it together. Hey. Erupt has something like erupting. Um, it means, burp means burping. We already did farting, so. Uh, so we got coughing, farting, burping. I just did them all. There you go. <laughs> all at the same time. You're talented. This one wrecked the Try not to vomit on my nemesis. Uh. <laughs> what was that, Jill? <laughs> oh okay this word it says it just means you can't stop belching after a good meal they call it rectabundus <laughs> not bad oh, manners. Okay. 
you suffer from ructibundus if you can't stop burping after a good meal. Cowabunga, I can't stop burping. <laughs> That's when you say, not bad manners, just good food. Diglotition is our next word. <laughs> what? A mortician? A big what? <laughs> D-E-T-L-U-T-I-T-I-O-N. Betlotician. Right. Is it starting to be like boy? D like dog. Dead. Dead electrician. Okay. Yes. Somebody who didn't remove the fuse. Diglotician. Diglotician. It's somebody who died from glass blowing when they inhaled. (laughs) (laughs) They inhaled and died. I know an old lady. (laughs) Swallowed a fly. Really burned her inside when it came out her other end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, family friendly. Okay, what was it? Uh, oh man, he's somebody that likes to do numbers. He digs um, graves. I don't know. Hmm. This word it says. There's no need to gobble down your food. This is another way of saying swallowing your food. Nibble your food. Diglotition. It goes along with the gluttony people. You have to masticate your food better. Diglotition. If you overeat, you are close to this definition. Just eating yeah. and swallowing, and it all goes chew, into chew, that. Swallow. Chew, chew, swallow. Chew, chew, swallow. Yeah. My stepdaughter, she'd sit there for 10 minutes chewing one green bean. It's like, when are you ever going to swallow that? Oh, we're going to chew it up good. Well, it's better to chew it up well than to bite it and swallow. <laughs> Our next word is parasalsis. One thing I ask of you, time to learn your homophones is past to Learn to die your grandma sentence too. Always say to whom, don't ever say to who. It's having enough salt on your pterodactyl so it tastes good. <laughs> Okay. Parasaltus. Parasaltus. That's what I'd say when I'm at a rest. I say, Terry Saltus over here. We need some yeah. salt, Terry. Put salt on your food. Terry Saltus. <laughs> Put more salt on your food. I don't know. Sounds good. That's my final P E R I N T A L S I S. Parasaltus. To salt, they're in health, health. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it's kind of weird the way there's heart P. Hold on, get back to the beginning of it. Parish. When you have such bad breath, it smells like you ripped one. <laughs> P E R I S T A L. 
S-I-S. Parentalsis. There, you said it. I couldn't get the letters out in the right order. Unless I spelled it. I was like, I can't get the T before the S. It's hard. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we don't know. <laughs> Listen up when I tell you this. I hope you never use quotation marks for emphasis. You finished second grade. I hope you can tell if you're doing good or doing well. This crazy word means... Oh, where's the answer? <laughs> what? Hold on, let me go back. Means to pick your nose. This one says the technical term to describe the word swallowing. But I thought that was the last word, swallowing. You can't have two words that mean the same thing. Well, they do. Yeah. Maybe the one is if you're gulping more because it says yeah, it goes along. One is the, like swallow by gulping, and one is a swallow by by sipping or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're gonna say. <laughs> yeah, we're sticking with that. Figure out the difference. Irony is not coincidence. And I thought that you gotten it through your skull, but what's figurative and what's literal? But that is all my words, so we can move on to Terry's got his top ten lists. Yeah, well, I'm going to hit the button and say, hey, we'll be right back. And now for our play, Buck Benny Rides Again. The scene, Cactus Center Hospital, General Store, and Post Office. I'm in bed now, folks. Curtain. Theme song. <laughs> Hello? Hospital? Mrs. Jones is getting along fine. Butter is 40 cents a pound and there's no mail for you. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, I guess that's killing three birds with one phone. Oh. Oh, nurse. Nurse, what a bed. These are the worst springs I've ever seen. Well, the winners have been bad, too. Hmm, <laughs> fine nurse. Where's my horse? Right alongside of you. Oh, hello, partner. Hmm. <laughs> 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 hmm, sounds, uh, sounds like a slight fever. <laughs> My deputy sheriffs ain't been here yet, have they? Nope, but I guess they'll be along soon. Come in. Good morning, boy. Morning. morning. Give me a two-cent stamp and ice cream corn house, Buck. Here you are, here you are. Not so good. Thanks, thanks. And gee, that's too bad. Cut the comedy, boys, and say hello to me. Hiya, Sheriff. Hiya, Sheriff. Hiya, Sheriff. Three smart girls. <laughs> Oh, uh, boys, any news on Cactus Face? Well, we were out looking for him this morning and found his clothes down by the riverbank. Hmm, he either committed suicide or took a bath. Most likely suicide. He ain't the bathing type. What'd you do with his suit? We're wearing it. Well, boys, the next time you share a suit, you better find one with two pair of pants. Deputy Baker, you're a disgrace running around like that. What's the matter, nurse? I just put my glasses on. Better scram, boys, especially you, Baker. Don't I get to talk about jello? Not today, deputy. So long. So, so long. long. 
are you feeling now, Buck? Much better, nurse. I'm coming along fast. Well, slow down. I need the work. <laughs> okay. Come in. Well, hello, Daisy. Hello, tall, dark, and dead-looking. Well, gal, you don't exactly look like you ought to buy more than one dress at a time. <laughs> Some comeback, I'll say. Can the compliments, Buck. Here, I brought you a basket of fresh eggs. Thanks. <laughs> now, wait a minute. There's no eggs in this basket. It's just your pet hen. Give her time, Buck. <laughs> well, Daisy, speaking of eggs, where's your pappy? He's down at Ike Muller's saloon getting boiled. Hmm. You know, Daisy, your pappy's going to get in trouble with his actions. I'm surprised someone ain't punched him in the nose. They can't. It's always behind a jug. <laughs> I believe he's got something there. What's the old rascal been doing lately? Well, the other night when he came home, he slid down the chimney. Oh, still playing Santa Claus, eh? Nope, he couldn't find the door. Well. <laughs> Here comes Pappy now. Well, he found that one. Hello, Frank. Hello, Buck. Seems kind of funny, you laying down and me standing up. <laughs> Nice rhythm there. Listen, Frank. <laughs> you put that gag over. What's the idea of crashing in here like that? Ain't you never been in a hospital before? Why, sure. I was here last fall to have my tonsils and pink elephants taken out. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, the tonsils have gone permanent. <laughs> that's good. Uh, excuse me, folks, but i got to take the sheriff's temperature. Here, Buck, put this thermometer in your mouth. Chuck's nurse, those things are a fake. Ate three of them this morning. Didn't do me a bit of good. Well, you should have chewed them. Oh. I think you're running a little fever, Buck. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Daisy? Buck fever. <laughs> Daisy, you're plum giddy today. Who's there? That's the doctor. Well, come in. Hello, are you Buck Banny? That's me. Are you a doctor? I'm not a fan, then, sir. <laughs> Here's my card. Physician, surgeon, and what my patients say about me is a lie. You see that card. Hmm. Dr. C.F. Schmettener. M.D. Hmm? Well, what's the, uh, what's the M.D. for? Saddles. M.D. saddles, I see. <laughs> Well, I didn't know you were my doctor. I've been working on you every morning for a week. Oh, I thought you were making the bed. <laughs> What's really the matter with me, Doc? Well, my diagnosis is... Yes? You've got acute hemorrhabilia and cerebellic concussions. Mm, what does that mean, Doc? Oh, if I knew that, I could cure you. <laughs> mm, that's fine. Where is my medicine kit? Hmm, I must have left it someplace. I didn't see it. Well, open your mouth. Ah, uh, I thought so. What's the matter, Doc? It's nothing there. <laughs> now, Doc, quit fooling around. I got a broken neck. Wear a muffler. Who'll see it? I don't need a muffler. I'm wearing a hospital nightgown. <laughs> now, let me feel your pulse, Poopsie. Give me your wrist. Yeah. Well, well. What's the matter, Doc? Can you stand a shock? Yes. You're dead. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, doctor, wait for me. I want to ask you something. 
Say, Buck, didn't that doctor look familiar to you? Now that you mention it, Frank, he sure did. I think his beard was on a little crooked. What's the name on that card? Dr. C.F. Schmettener. C.F. <laughs> that could be Cactus Face. Sure could. Oh, look, Buck, the doctor gave me this note right out of the building. He did? Let me see it. What does it say? Mm, dear ex-patient, if you are still alive when you read this, I hope you'll die from the shock. I am none other than Cactus Face Elmer. You were right, Frank. That was Cactus Face. And I'm going out to get him. You can't leave here, Sheriff. You're a sick man. I'm well enough now, and my duty comes first. And believe me, this time I'm going to bring him back. Send him back. I'm sick of you. How do you feel, partner? Then <laughs> let's go. Buck Benny rides again. What happened? Do you really want to know? Yes. Then tune in next Sunday night. Will Buck get Cactus Face? Will he have to pay for the window? Will it snow in New York? Will it rain in California? Be with us next Sunday night and you'll know. Play, boys. Oh, all right, now we've got to get another onion shake on our break. It's time for Terry's Top Ten. Top Ten. Yeah, yeah. 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 let's see here. Top Ten Discoveries that was made in the most unlikeliest ways. Number 10. The world's deadliest toxin was found in sausage. Really? Yeah. What is that, chlorine? <laughs> botulism. Oh. Which the word botulism means sausage. Sausage is <laughs> huh. It was first discovered in 1735 and some sausages and butcherless. There we go. Number nine. Ow. The marble crayfish is, uh, it came from a German pet store. The, they're rampant across Europe. A marble crayfish, right? It oh. is a it's a female, and they produce asexually. In three months, one crayfish can multiply three hundred times. Wow! And more than That's a more rabbit. Than <laughs> <laughs> They've been compared to the tribbles on the Star Trek episode. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, is this that fish you have to cook the right way or it kills you? Or is that that's, something? That's a blowfish. Oh, I wonder what a, is a, a puffer this fish. fish. And uh, yeah, number eight. <laughs> the world's oldest rock was found on the moon. Huh. The world's oldest rock, huh? Yep. The uh, it's four billion. Wait, wait a minute. The rock was four billion years old. The Earth is four point five billion years old. Yeah. Well, they say that the moon moves away from the Earth at like the rate of an inch every year, 
so that you know four billion years ago it would have been a lot closer so I'm sure a really strong dinosaur just heaved it right up there. <laughs> yeah, I thought the world or the world's oldest rock would be on the planet, not on the moon. <laughs> well, here's how it happened. They they theorize the the astronauts on Apollo 14 brought back a rock, and in the rock was a chip of a rock two centimeters. And it contained all these elements that could only be contained on Earth. And so they theorized that a meteor hit the Earth and made the rock shoot it out like that turtle under that truck tire that went shooting. Yeah. Like a tiddlywink. Or <laughs> Superman threw it up there, you know, whatever. Uh, and he just kind of got embedded into a rock up there. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they theorized it got there. Or Superman. He could have threw it. Or a really strong dinosaur. Um, yeah, or a dinosaur farted or sneezed it up there, sure. Numbers, like all the continents were touching too, you know, so dinosaur, <laughs> dinosaur farted. And They're touching. Uh, stop touching me. Stop touching me. Dinosaur train. Uh, number seven. is Mount Mabu, M-A-B-U, Mount Mabu. Ever Mount heard of it? Mabu. Nope. Not until now. <laughs> it Tell us all about it. It was discovered by Google Maps on Google Earth, I mean. And Mount Mabu was discovered in 2005. It was hidden in the rainforest. Huh. As people have deforestation, chopping up the rainforest, it was found. And a mountain was hiding under all that rainforest. The under base, all them trees and bushes and shrubs. And the base of the mountain is 27 miles in diameter. Huh. That's a big mountain. Big mountain base. Uh uh, shake my fingers here. Number six is, is a new sea urchin species was discovered on eBay. Somebody's <laughs> singing it off. <laughs> Somebody said, What the hell is this thing? I'm going to sell it on eBay. <laughs> Coelopardus. Ex Exquisitus. Huh. If you say so. Was the name was the name of the doctor Simon Copperdis of the International Commission on Zoological Nomenclature of the Natural History Museum. Somebody on eBay had sent a picture of it to the doctor and they saw it on eBay. Had never been seen before. Discovery. Hmm. And he was happy to give it a name, his own. <laughs> <laughs> and that didn't have any kids, so he thought he'd name this creature. <laughs> yeah. It's like a mini me. He looks just like me. <laughs> Junior. A little sea urchin. <laughs> uh, number five. 
this phosphorus was discovered by trying to distract gold from urine. Oh, gross. It's uh, called a golden, golden shower. shower. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think there's really gold in there. <laughs> well, um, somebody thinks so. In the late <laughs> mid or late 1600s, Hedig Brand was an alchemist who wanted to try to get gold from urine. Urine had a golden color. So he took 1,500 gallons of pee. (laughs) He evaporated it down to the consistency of honey. Uh, A strong odor. I I bet he could find ammonia in there, but no gold. Maybe a kidney stone. (laughs) Created a nice odor. The act of boiling down urine to make gold did not present him with any gold. (laughs) (laughs) He did find a waxy substance uh, that inexplicably glowed in the dark. Oh, no, don't tell me glow in the dark stuff is made out of boiled pee. (laughs) (laughs) It was glow in the dark rings and glow in the dark necklace. Oil down pee. Phosphorus. Well, apparently you can extract it from urine, but you can get it from in the earth too. <laughs> Down at Merrimack Caverns, they have some. Um, it's an old from- dinosaur pee that got stuck on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Another discovery. Number four. Male blanket octopuses were not discovered until 2004. Blanket? You mean a blanket for your octopus? No, no. The octopus there's, there's, uh, let's see, believe it or not, there's over 300 species of octopus around the world. I didn't know that either. And and they got discovered because they were bundled up under the blanket and five the wire said, you must make his back. And they tugged him off and there he was. And the blanket octopus looks like when they spread their tentacles out in the water, it looks like a blanket. Oh. And so the female, let's see, it was originally discovered in the 1800s. However, they never found a male blanket octopus until 2002. Uh, The female... Blanket octopus lays out flat, looks like a blanket, and can reach the size of around six feet. The male octopus are only 2.4 centimeters long. Wow. Scientists had never seen, they'd never seen them before because they were too damn small. And they wondered what the reproduction process looked like. <laughs> Maybe they cool. found a baby. <laughs> they, they, they say it's not the size that matters. It's how you use them. <laughs> Normally in most species, the female is smaller than the male, but not in this case. <laughs> and it's probably like when fish and stuff, they uh, squirt in the water and the females goes through it and voila, wham, bam, boom. Uh-huh. Instant 300 million babies. 
number three is graphene. Graphene is was discovered by it was discovered by sticky tape. Sticky tape? Yeah. Some idiot, I mean doctor or <laughs> a man who was playing with tape and sticking it on the end of a pencil on the graphite and when they pulled the tape off, the tiny particles on the tape had a single layer of finite graphite showing the atoms of graph graphene. Huh. The wonder material of the future. What they can do? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what it's for. It didn't say. Okay. okay. It's like, well, you would think they'd know that if it's on the pencil. It's like pencil dust. I think it's called an eraser. That or is that the lead? Right. Well, the lead is graphite. But the eraser makes the lead go away. That's why. But I don't know. And number two, the tomb of Saint Monica was discovered. By children playing soccer. I wonder who she is, Saint Monica. Um, What's she the saint of? Harmonicas. Um, in, <laughs> outside of the town of Ostiantica, some boys wanted to play soccer. They went to a field. They were going to dig a hole for the goalposts, and the boy tripped over a big rock, which happened to be the uh, appetat. Uh, hmm. funeral appetite of Monica the headstone burial place of the tomb of Monica they fell on the grave there's bones in here uh, excuse me it could be mummies <laughs> getting close to Halloween yeah there we go she was mummified and it doesn't say it goes into the next thingy here, but hmm. well, that's kind of how the Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered. Is the kid tossed a, uh, something up into a hole or something shatter went inside, and they found all these clay pots with old Bible scrolls in them. Huh. Something like that. That's just not the exact story, but maybe that's what happens. Like whenever you step in quicksand and you and you get sucked in and you end up going down into an old tomb or something. Could be <laughs> your own tomb for sure. <laughs> Get sucked in there and the sand just goes shoosh, sucks you down. There. I've seen the mummy movie too many times, I guess. Number one, I think this is it says, a fish. That's been extinct for 66 million years. Was found on a South African fishing boat. <laughs> and I bet it stinked too. <laughs> it was extinct and it stinked. <laughs> it was called C. Silo Cant Dino Fish. 
A dino fish, huh? Yeah. Can't dino fish. Okay. You can't dino fish. A fishing you can't boat. Can't have canoe? my dino no. fish. They called the curator of the museum to look through the fish and the silo cat dino fish was five feet long and it had blue fins. By 1975, only 84 have been caught, but still quite a lot considered the fish has been extinct for 66 million years. Well, wow. maybe they've just been living on the bottom of the ocean and nobody knows it. Yeah. Yeah, they're hanging out the bottom of the ocean with like the Loch Ness monster and and yeah. the uh, Bigfoot and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, they've just been around. Just you didn't know because they've yeah. been all the dead hiding real good. All yeah. the dead dolphins that go down there and let all their air out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well. I have got a lot more funnier top 10 lists for weeks to come. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last boring <laughs> one that I had from my last encounter with the internet. So we're all done with the unfunny ones. Yay. Yay. Well, that one was kind of interesting, a couple yeah. of them, but... Yeah. But anyway, now there. it's time for something more interesting, and that would be our anchor topic. And what is our topic this week? Well, that would be orientation and mobility. Anybody have any <laughs> things you want to ramble about? Walking with the cane, you know, orienting yourself. Well, I know that. Um, oh man, we should have called Steve. He's got a new cane, a 14, periscoping cane. In four uh, days, it'll be Blind White Cane Day. Yeah, it is Blindness yeah. Awareness Month. And so, like what Jill said, did he tell you about that new cane he has? It's Paris, comes out like a periscope. Tel telescoping a telescope. telescope it's got a button you push and it course slides down i guess uh, and then that button comes out and holds it's like it in spring place. loaded kind of no, and then when you want to no. push that's what i thought he told me it had a button that but it would be cool if it was because it would be spring loaded you hit the button say get away from me or else yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a lightsaber just runs the button through so, cool. I, I don't it's, i don't know how much it costs but I, i'm sure it's not that cheap but it does have a button he said that you had to you still had to pull it apart it's got the click buttons in it like like uh on the old tent uh oh okay yeah and so you pull it out and it clicks in you pull it out and it clicks in you pull it out and it clicks in and so on but wow. i misunderstood him but whenever you have it out and you want to collapse it there's one button on the handle you can push and it makes all the other buttons go in and you can just slide it in Oh, you cool. have to push each button individually is what he was telling me but there's a one button on the handle that will make all the other buttons right because the older 
telescoping canes, they would kind of collapse inside each other. And you could like flick your wrist and you toss them out there. But then they were they were easy to collapse. I mean, so I can yeah, see that. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, asking but, him. How, how hard is it for to come I had back. one. And I was like, you're not really supposed to like cast it out like a fishing pole and hit somebody in the head with it. <laughs> sure, you're, sure you're not supposed to. Oh, take all the fun out of it. Is there anybody in front of me? I'm going to cast my pole out. <laughs> <laughs> but I or, I or you ask, is there someone in front of me? And you cast it out there. Ow! Really should have said something. I asked, there's someone in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Say for no I, reason. The one I had, you, you could pull it out, but then you had to give it a little twist and it helped it lock in place better. Yeah. Not really lock because you could always, if you put too much weight on the top of the handle, it would just collapse on you. It wasn't made to like support you that way. You know, it's like, good. It would stay extended for the most part, but having those locking. Right. Bolts, I mean, it would use use a little bit of friction to help hold it in place, but they, they did collapse awfully easily. I wasn't sure if he meant it was a blind white cane or if it was a supportive white no, cane. No, you don't need a support cane yet. It's a white cane. But he also bought yeah. a fanny pack too. Yeah, he said <laughs> that. And there's a guy that was selling stuff had a the thing you pinch on your finger, the oxygen sensor that talked, but he oh. didn't get one of those. Right. He's oh, a vendor. Man. The guy's a vendor He at the convention, yeah. and Stevie has his information to see if he'll come to be at the ICB convention. Right. He'll set up a table and sell stuff. And I said, All right. So that's kind of an interesting take, you know, on the old-fashioned telescoping canes. It added something to easily lock them and unlock them, which is pretty cool. And if you have the regular kind, like it's been out for a while with the elastic thing in it, just, yeah. to, just to reiterate to the newly blinded people, uh, don't use it to shoot pool because you won't get it apart then. You know, <laughs> tends to jam it in there pretty good. Huh? <laughs> It'll work for a pool cue, but good luck trying to get your cane apart afterwards. You know? Well, you had to loosen it after every round. <laughs> yes. You hit the pool ball and you loosen it up and the ball loosen it up. I've <laughs> been there, done that one. <laughs> I, I have never tried that one. That's a, that's a good one. Well, we went to that concert up in Chicago to see Gary Sinise and the Lieutenant Dan Band, and everybody thought we were we were bodyguards and stuff. They're, we're going to beat us back with those big white sticks. <laughs> you know, I saying, sure. <laughs> yeah, if you want me to. Yeah. We all had on the, what was it, our, the GPSs or something we something we had. Yeah, the, the old Trekker Breeze had the shoulder strap and a little clip-on speaker. Had a speaker up there on where how the police have the radio right there on next to their ear. We had we had the thing like that, and they thought we were security or stuff. Right, because you, you'd have the strap on and it would hold the, the Trekker Breeze down like by your hip, and it had the, the external speaker. That you could run from the trekker breeze up to like your shirt collar or something or clip it onto the top of the strap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They didn't know it was just a speaker. They thought it, it, was a it looked impressive, but it's like, nope, this GPS <laughs> big long stick, so we we can't rush the stage. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't have a lot on orientation and mobility, but that's interesting about that cane. 
a, a, a new spin on an old device that's been around for decades and decades. So there's always be great, you know, if they could put a big massive spring in there and push the button, have it be like a stiletto, <laughs> like you said, just push the button. Uh, <laughs> leave me alone, there. back off. Want to spring load this thing into your gut? <laughs> Let me sharpen the tip here a little bit. <laughs> Well, I do have a, an email we can get to. Cool. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? With Halloween coming soon, I thought I would share this story with you. It's about the old country and three vampires who are standing around uh, having an argument about who was the strongest. The youngest of the three turns to the other two and says, you know what? You guys are always underestimating me. I'll show you what I'm capable of. And with that, he flies off at 100 miles an hour, comes back 10 minutes later, his mouth is dripping with blood. Do you see that mansion up on the hill there? He asks. I just flew in, killed the family, and drank all their blood. Not even the servants were spared. Two older vampires nod their approval. Not bad, says the middle-sized vampire. Just watch what I can do. Just sit down there, young one, and he flies off at 150 miles per hour and comes back five minutes later, his entire face dripping in blood. <laughs> you see this? He points to his face. I just went to the village down by the river and killed every single occupant in there. And uh, the youngest vampire uh, eyes open wide in shock finally the oldest of the vampires uh, takes a big stretch and stands up and says now let me end the night by impressing both of you beyond belief he takes off at a staggering 200 miles an hour and returns only one minute later his entire face and front of his body is completely soaked in blood. Dear Satan, exclaims the youngest of the vampires. What on earth happened, or what on earth have you done? You must have wiped out an entire city, the middle-sized vampire exclaims. Well, do you both see that large oak tree off in the distance? Asks the oldest one. The other vampires look eagerly. Yes, yes, they nod their heads. Well, the oldest vampire says, I do. <laughs> and that was sent in by Vlad, not the Impaler. Hemakoski uh, from Transylvania. Transylvania, we have listen, listeners from Transylvania. The bat got hit by a bat. <laughs> yeah. it, 
Anyway, that was a, a Halloween-themed email for us. You turned into a bat and flew away. Yep. <laughs> so, with our email out of the way, it's time for some final thoughts. Which are our thoughts of the day? Oh. Did you know that three out of two people have a problem with fractions? Oh, really? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you know I'm on my second guardian angel? The first one quit, and she's now in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. Well. Um. I was talking with my wife the other day, and I said, you know what really bugs me? What's that? My wife says. I told her, nouns. She says, nouns? What do you mean? I said, yeah, people, places, and things. (laughs) They bug me, man. They really bug me. I'm not lazy. I'm on energy saving. <laughs> oh. My favorite season is when all the bugs are dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got some flies in the house still because that one is dead fly season, that's for sure. <laughs> well, here's here's a classic. What did the fish say when you swam into the wall? Damn. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. it was. Yeah. <laughs> you never appreciate what you have to tell us. For example, toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember, wash your hands. That's all I got to say. My neighbor plays classical music for his chickens. And I asked his chickens who's their favorite composer. And they all said, Buck, 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 buck. Yeah. (laughs) Of course they would. Sheesh. I had the worst, rudest, nastiest cashier today. That's what I get for using a self checkout. Remember, last week I changed my password on my computer to incorrect. Well, this week I changed my iPod's name to Titan, and it's still sinking now. <laughs> sinking. <laughs> if one door closes and another door opens, your house is haunted. You better move out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doors are open and closed by themselves. Well, here's kind of a silly one, but Terry might appreciate it. Is this pool safe for diving? It deep ends. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>
I wake up every day with a good attitude, then idiots happen. (laughs) (laughs) And you can't fix them, not even with duct tape. Goodness. What sound does a cow make when it's out of milk? There's utter silence. <laughs> Just utter silence, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just pondering if you don't drink eggnog at Christmas, does that make you agnostic? <laughs> I dream of waking up in a better place where chickens can cross the road and not be questioned about the <laughs> Says the chicken. <laughs> I'm so old, I remember when the hashtag was a pound sign, and we used to play tic tac toe on that thing. <laughs> Yeah, really. I know what you mean. <laughs> the two amounts of pasta that I am best at cooking. One, not enough, and two, enough for 3,000 people. <laughs> Friends are like trampolines. I always wanted a trampoline. I had my heart set on waking up rich today. All I need is the money. (laughs) (laughs) Some mischievous person drilled a hole through a nudist camp wall. Police are still looking into it. I don't have any more. I'm done too. That was hey, all this, my list. That's amazing. That's all I got today too. So <laughs> good timing. Yeah. Hey, I hope you noticed that as of our hundredth episode last week, I changed everybody's theme song for our final thoughts. Cool. <laughs> I felt it was about time. Anyway. Uh, that's all we got. So it is time to wrap everything up and close everything out. This is your host Keith signing off. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. That really is how we grow our listenership the most. But hey, if you want to leave us a rating and review, five stars, leave an honestly nice comment, visit our webpage at thatsoundsfunny.com. Leave us a comment on any of the show notes, send us an email. Leave us your funny life stories. Ask us a question, and we'd love to hear from you. If you don't know how to get a hold of us, call 1011. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> yeah. The other phone number. <laughs> yeah, well, the real phone number would be area code 401 753 That spells 4017 Keith H. So with that said, we're out of here. Well, bye. See you later. See you next week. That sounds funny. TSF at 
thatsoundsfunny.com.